Welcome back to another episode of Mind Matters Perspective. This season aims at bringing you stories and experiences from people from different parts of the world with different walks of life, sharing their stories, sharing their tales, and hopefully in this process of us sharing with one another, we come to realize that we aren't alone and that we all have our own journeys and when we share them with one another, we create a space of inclusivity and we know that there's someone out there that understands what we're going through there's someone out there who's gone through something similar and it validates us and it validates our experience so that's the aim and in that hopes we begin trigger warning before you get into the episode the discussions that take place are quite intense we move into uh, discussions of depression anxiety issues related to um the lgbtqi community it varies from various various topics so please please do take care again these discussions are not any form of um professional help it is just a sharing platform so again if you need professional help please do seek it welcome uh, so i have a dear friend who is joining me on the podcast today Um Samia please introduce yourself your name where you're from and what you're doing and thank you again for joining me Hi my name is Samia uh, I am a software engineer based out of uh, Bangalore originally born in Chennai but have been in Bangalore for almost 20 years now Yeah so um, Samia and I actually met a couple of years ago at the gym and we've been friends since and uh, she was so kind to come on and share her journey uh with us so um if it's all right with you can you share a little about your experience in your journey with uh, mental health up until now yeah um so this was um way back in um 2015 or 16 i was going through a little bit of a rough phase and i was kind of stressed so um i actually didn't know what was going on because uh, for me everything was kind of magnified in my head you know so even if i had small issues i would get completely stressed out about them and like i would reach a point where i could not control my emotions and uh, finally it so happened that um i couldn't fall asleep so i didn't fall asleep one night and then the following morning also i would not fall asleep following night also i did not fall asleep and this kept going on for like one or two weeks it was very frustrating because um i could not focus on my work i could not uh, in general it started to affect the quality of my life because i could not sleep at all like i would not fall asleep at all my brain would constantly be running and i could not fall asleep so eventually i kind of like broke down because i couldn't deal with that and that is when i started looking at you know what kind of doctor actually treats sleep disorders like this because i was not aware right normally we are not aware that you know if i'm not able to fall asleep who do i go to so then i started looking up on the net and it said you need to still uh, see a psychologist then i went to a psychologist and uh, they had a couple of sessions to kind of figure out i mean they can't with psychology they can't immediately tell you what is the thing so they like try to understand what you've been going through and they'll go like deep into your past and everything and then uh, the doctor she analyzed me with uh, uh, anxiety and uh, she put me on uh, treatment for that 
Okay. Um. So you talked about like struggling with anxiety. So and this was like in 2016. So how did you handle like anxiety with your adulthood? Because you're like settled. You're working. So how did that like affect your work and your quality of uh, life? Like as a balance or sort. See, Sneha, the way uh, I mean, over these many years, uh, what I have understood about anxiety is that it kind of. Uh, it, um, so this is my understanding. Okay, what I have understood. and now i can recognize very well i will say that even now i am not like a zero you know i'm not like a non anxiety person completely that has not happened even today but i'm much better and i can recognize the thing so what happens is like in anxiety if you have like in my case at least this was the uh, um in my situation this was how it happened or manifested so if there is a small thing right you magnify it like 100 times in your brain for example if i didn't do something at work like i didn't do a small thing that i didn't complete on deadline in my head i would have already imagined that i'm fired mm-hmm. similarly like that if i had like a small pain say this side no in my head i'll imagine that i'm going to get heart attack and i'm going to die so that is how it was so it always used to magnify like a small issue would become so big so that that would make me constantly stressed so i'm constantly imagining things that are going to happen and constantly worrying about them when such a big thing has not even happened so that that kind of started to affect the quality of my life it actually you know creeps into your relationships you start to imagine all the worst things happening to you so even when it's not going to happen and i i think in a lot of cases people don't understand this in my case luckily enough it reached such a point that i couldn't even fall asleep for weeks so i had like it was sos literally it was emergency i had to see a doctor hmm. but in law i think a lot of people who suffer don't even realize that they're magnifying these things and this is only because of anxiety so it it affects everything it affects your work it actually affects your relationships more because you start to imagine so many things and you're stressed and you don't know how to deal with it so at that point in time i was kind of a mess but once i took treatment i took treatment for about a year or so um it's much better it's much better at least now i know how to recognize like i know how to recognize that okay this is not me this is my anxiety which you know kind of pops up time to time and makes me you know imagine these things and makes me react like this and i know how to calm myself down so i'm aware now you know that's that's nice i mean i, I can't imagine like constantly living in that sense of fear it, it it will definitely impair our ability to do anything and uh, you're uh, you're right actually um, i think uh, i think this is kind of what uh, happens with all of us if you were to ask a little kid if uh, you cut your hand what to do they would know that you got to uh, use an antiseptic or place a bandaid on it but if you really were to ask someone what do i do when my mind is going nuts i think we we just don't have that uh, immediate sense of thinking that we should go to a psychologist or a psychiatrist and i think that's because of the lack of conversation and the lack of any sort of information we have about this so that's kind of why talking about it makes such a big difference so thank you for for saying that out loud yeah no problem and yeah you're right because we don't know right that's why i said like a lot of people don't even know that they're going through it in my case it was extreme because i couldn't fall asleep so i had to see someone because then i can't work it's just it has like that whole you know cumulative effect on everything else so i had to see a doctor but not in everyone's case they are going to go to you know such a situation they're just probably going to live with an anxiety and not realize at all you know it's better to nip it in the bud than you know reach a point where it's so difficult to deal with it absolutely 
so you, uh, you mentioned you seek treatment so if it's okay with you could you share a little about how that whole process was and what was it like for you um because i even i've uh, i've been to the therapy in and out and it actually took me a while to figure out exactly which therapist works for me so i i uh, like uh, you know what uh, uh, you've known that my brother passed away so uh, i had a lot of anger as well it was not just about the the depression with me so i had a lot of anger as well so when and uh, i used to act out so uh, hitting things used to be like an automatic response for me like i would punch walls all the time and i'd have bloody knuckles for for days to come and it wouldn't matter to me but uh, and uh, i went in and out of therapy because uh, like in the start uh, everyone just said write about it write about it and it's a great outlet but it's it's only does so much but then the last therapist i saw kind of suggested the idea of getting me into mixed martial arts so i had the same sort of uh outlet that i needed but in a much more safer manner so uh, do you have any sort of experience like that with your treatment or anything like that if if it's okay with you would you share it like how it was yeah yeah sure so um first i just consulted with the psychologist they had a couple of counseling sessions basically they just sat to sit and understand my background my childhood they go really deep so they sit and understand my background my childhood my relationships everything and then she uh, you know figured out that i have anxiety and my whole sleep issues because because of anxiety and uh, in terms of treatment because i could not fall asleep or i could not calm myself down they first put me on medication so she actually gave me medicines so i took i mean within like a couple of days of taking that medication i found like i found a good amount of difference like i was calmer and i was able to like i was in general happier and calmer so i started off with a medication so initially they gave like uh, i used to take one full tablet per day but you know as i kept having sessions with the doctors so she told me that you know um, don't completely rely on medication medication is a starting point so that you are kind of able to decipher that you know what is correct and what is not correct for you once your brain is in a calm state you will be able to deal with it in other ways so initially she put me on medication i started with the medication also but she also started explaining to me that there are other tools she also suggested to me to go to guided meditation and you know take up all that stuff so i also realized that you know um, after a certain point in time i started kind of becoming dependent on the medication like if i didn't take the medication i felt like you know um, maybe i can't calm myself down so i had the self realization so what i did was i started cutting down the medication slowly and i had spoken to the doctor also about that i told her that i'm going to wean myself off even she said that yeah eventually that is the process you should go through you should look for other tools and not really rely on anti anxiety medication so i started with one tablet and then slowly i cut it down to like half a tablet and eventually it started becoming quarter of a tablet okay. and um, during this process i started even doing meditation so i think meditation is very underrated um hmm. it's uh, it's one of the best tools that i have found to deal with anxiety so i started with guided meditation there are various apps that you have hmm. but it makes of difference to the way you think and it is it is more like exercise so you do it one day you're not going to find a difference you stick at it for one or two weeks and you're going to see noticeable changes in yourself hmm. so after that i kind of started relying on meditation as a tool to you know make me calmer and all and slowly i weaned off the medication so now i'm not on, it's been like 2 to 3 years since i weaned off i'm not on any medication and like i told before i'm still not a zero anxiety person mm. i have anxiety at various points in time but i can recognize them and i do meditation regularly if not daily at least weekly 3 4 times i do meditation so that i can stay calm and it has a huge difference it 
you know, on the way I think and all that. And um, another thing that I found, this I found like I think while reading or someone told me. So typically now when I face anxiety, right, it is mostly if I have to, you know, complete something in a specified deadline or something like that, like say I have to finish something in an hour, I can't control myself. For the okay. next 15-20 minutes, I'm only panicking. I'm only panicking that I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do this. And to a certain extent, I can't function. So I just, then I just sit down because I can't do anything. So then at that point, what I see is, uh, you know, I saw this somewhere. I don't know where, maybe one of our meditation apps only. They say that you have to deep breathe, you know, you deep breathe like one, two, three, four counts. And then you breathe out like one, two, three, five, six, seven, eight, like really slowly. And that instantly, like five minutes of doing that. And, you know, I calm down. So okay. these are some tools that, you know, I've learned so even in my treatment. So she did like counseling for a couple of sessions. And once she found out it was like more medication and uh, basically what she concluded was all my problems that I'm imagining is all because of my anxiety. So, you know, mm-hmm. once that comes down, I'm going to stop imagining these various scenarios and putting myself through all this. And that that is what eventually happened. So I just, once I was calmer, I didn't find any I, I didn't find any problems as such in my life. No, thank you for the being so candid, especially about the medication thing. I feel like um, a lot of people, uh, we, we tend to, that stigma around therapy still exists so much. Like um, for yeah. a long time, uh, for some reason, I don't know why people think that asking for help is some sign of weakness. If anything, it's, it's one of, at least I believe it's a sign of true strength, knowing when you need uh, extra hand so I think uh, seeking therapy was something that really it was a uh, life-changing thing for me at least and I, I, yeah. I get a lot of I, I myself personally was extremely um, I was very hesitant about seeking therapy uh, when and after I went ahead for the first time I did it also it was kind of a letdown like it didn't help me the way I thought it would so I automatically got even more distant from it and the idea of it was even like no it doesn't work it's it's, it's a hoax I, I, I don't want it but then I, I reached a point when I needed, it was really bad. So I, I decided to give it a go again. And eventually in trial and error method, I finally figured it out. And and with anxiety, like uh, I agree, the guided meditation does help a lot. When I, I've recently started in the last couple of months trying to do that and it's been helping me a lot more. Yes. And another thing that uh, uh, with anxiety that uh, my therapist used to, has me doing is uh, this grounding technique where it's basically activating all your five senses so that whatever your mind is uh, going crazy about it's it's trying to focus it on the activation of the five senses so i would uh, touch something uh, that automatically gives me a sensation on in my skin uh, uh, listen to something that calms me down uh, look at lights or something to activate my vision uh, smell scented candles or something a perfume close by or, or taste something so basically it uh, forces my mind to like focus on anything other than what i'm thinking yeah. yeah, so yes, that's also something yeah. that's always helped so you mentioned, uh, we were just talking about uh, how we miss going to the gym uh, with the COVID situation, but um, do you feel like uh, uh, whether it's uh, our mixed martial arts that we met at or any, the basic idea of like working out every day has uh, like an effect on your mental health or has it helped you in any way or anything like that? So in general, mixed martial arts, like uh, I think I just became very happy. And I still, mm-hmm. I even now when I think of that time, I still feel very happy. I think that's one of, I think the best phases of my life was going to mixed martial arts class. 
but as such uh, it was not i would not say it was like an outlet for me to you know get rid of anxiety or my stress no it generally kind of made me happier but it was at least for me it was not like a tool to you know deal with my anxiety i never looked at it like that it just generally made me happier and calmer which is true with i think any exercise it generally makes you calmer that is the generic thing with exercise itself yeah true true i mean i still remember you had one killer uh, left hook and uh, your punches always did <laughs> i didn't care <laughs> i did enjoy sparring with you for a very long time but after a certain point my face hurt <laughs> <laughs> even in martial arts i used to really like jiu jitsu for that reason you know because, oh yeah for sure uh, you have to focus completely right. right your your complete focus is there so if you look at it it's kind of like a different kind of meditation because you you can't even for a second like lose your focus so that way at least you know your mind is activated and your it's diverted from other stuff so that was a good thing yeah very true Yeah, uh, so uh, you were pretty much uh, done. You've covered all the questions. So, you have any final advice you want to leave, or any final thoughts, comments, questions, anything you want to say? Um, no, but I just want to say that. Um, how to put it? So, I just think and uh, believe that a lot of people go through, you know, anxiety or stress, and the normal uh, approach would be, you know, watch a movie, read a book. or uh, you know talk to your friend or things like that which i'm not saying is wrong it's fine you can do all that and maybe you know it even helps you but in case um anyone is in such a situation where they feel so stressed that they don't know how to handle it it might well not be anxiety or depression or any of the you know major health issues even if it's like a minor thing that oh i'm stressed and i don't know who to talk to or what to do i'm feeling alone i think it's still better to you know go to a therapist no harm in uh, you know talking to a therapist they you'll only probably feel better and um, i don't think there should be any stigma associated with this um it's as good as you know i'm having fever and i'm going to a doctor i'm going to a physician to get medicine it's just like that you know i'm not feeling okay today you know my i'm too stressed i want to see a doctor for that it should be as yeah, normal as i Yeah, I absolutely. don't know why. You know, I and especially in India, I think this whole psychiatric psychology thing is like people think if you're going, you're, you're mad, you're nuts. Yeah, yeah, you're nuts. And automatically becomes <laughs> this one. Yeah, and that you kind of like you tend to hesitate to tell people yeah, that true. okay, this has happened or whatever. You know, that should not be the case. And that was the whole reason when you put out the post. Um, I won't say. See, it's years of stigma. None of us are you know, can escape from it. It took me a moment to think if I should talk or not, and then I thought, you know, why not? If we're thinking of eliminating the stigma, we should be the first ones jumping into it, right? We should be the first ones like telling people that you know this is normal. We're not the only one person, you know, in this. There are many more people that have gone through it, and go go meeting a doctor or you know taking medication for it for that matter. none of it is wrong or none of it is you know needs to be hidden like it's not you're not doing something wrong right so yeah exactly yeah. taking care of yourself is never something that you should apologize for like it's like you yeah. said if a if a physician was to prescribe you medicines for a bad heart or for a for a torn ligament or anything like that people would close their eyes and take it without any thoughts but the moment someone tells you to take a little uh, to get some help for your head they automatically they just jump to absolute crazy conclusion so 
Yeah, and the person who is going through it, right? The person who is going through it also needs to think ten times. Like you know, you can't like uh, if you have gone to therapist and somebody asks, someone asks you where have you gone, it should be it should come easily. I have gone to a therapist. No, but we tend to think like, should I say that I went yeah, there we, or should I not say? Should I lie? You know, <laughs> so that should not be the case. It should just be normal. It should be like I went to the doctor. It's as simple as that, right? So. i just hope with what you're doing you know this reaches more people and at least it's at least it, it you know kind of gets normalized and not it's not a taboo which should not be a taboo also yeah I, i mean i'm trying my best it 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 only happens when people like you are willing to come share their story so thank you thank you so much for coming on sharing your story it's my pleasure sneha i'm so glad i could help you in you know a tiny way no this <laughs> is a lot of help because i i've realized that it's just it's the power of sharing is just it's 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 so underrated because the reality is when we share our stories and if people re- resonate with even like 1% of what we're saying it it makes them feel less alone it validates their own experience and it sort of motivates them to like seek out help in saying that okay this is yeah. not something this is not something insane for me to do i'm not crazy i can't exactly, help yeah. and yeah sharing is the only way we can do that so that's the point of creating a platform where we can share our stories so thank you again Samia, so much for coming on and sharing your story. My pleasure, Sneha. Thanks for having me. Of course. And that was Mind Matters Perspectives. Tune back next week for another episode. Thank you. Love and light to all.